What? 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 Radio. Oh, radio. Uh huh. Yip 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 yip. CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. So aloha, everybody. Good evening. Try not to think about the rain. 
as you listen to this music here. So, welcome to yet another episode here of Exploding Head Movies. Kind of a sit-down, relaxed version of the show, based on past travels, and uh, almost based entirely on lack of preparation in many ways, since I just came off a plane. So this is Exploding Head Movies, your cinematically inspired program here on UBC's Tropical Rainforesty Community Radio Station CITR, the voice of UBC campus here on 101.9 FM in Vancouver. We broadcast at 590 watts here from UBC campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia here in Canada and then elsewhere, including here. You can find us live streaming on the web at www.citr.ca and podcasts are generally available as well too. My name is Gak and I'll be that guy who does that thing at hopefully at the right speed for the next couple of hours here. The phone number for the station for those of you listening live, wherever you may be, 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point. Mostly because we are mixing everything live. It is not just a person sitting here pushing a single button and doing something. No, I am manning all the controls. But you can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air, although you can always follow... CITR on Twitter as well, too, at CITR Radio, double the R there. Uh, you'll find all the information that way. So, we started off with the Big Ben Hawaiian band with a track called Honolulu. That's off the 1963 album On the Beach at Waikiki, which is also home to the track behind me right now, called Paradise. And I fully expect to talk over the title track to the album On the Beach at Waikiki, which was where I was for a part of last week and almost up until maybe like 10 or 12 hours ago. So the Big Ben Band were known for Exotica albums in the late 50s and 60s out of the UK, headed up by George Formby. And uh, I knew him first off with the Big Ben Banjo Band, just iterations of the same kind of ilk that way, uh, since he is both proficient on banjo and ukulele, although he has passed since that time. And... Uh, this is sort of the type of music that you'd hear on early radio stations in the 50s and 60s, particularly in the UK. And we're actually going to talk a little bit about British radio here, since um, our soundtrack elements this episode will be muted somewhat. But uh, the spirit of radio lives on, and it was about 10 years ago today, although I think it was late October, when the late British radio DJ John Peel passed on. So we'll explore some music tied into what he had on his show, since he was usually a, a groundbreaking uh, DJ for sharing a lot of things, like introducing punk and new wave and garage and other random things like happy hardcore as well, too. But again, his basis was he worked in pirate radio back in the time when BBC Radio would play just music like this, mostly because of a musician licensure. The idea of the music had to be played live in order to be broadcast. But that uh, iteration stuck with John Peel because he was also known famously for the Peel Sessions, where many up-and-coming bands or bands that have always had stuck with a reputation with John Peel's long-running radio show would play live. Usually tracks that, you know, were covers, B-sides. Hard to find songs because it was always the embracing of the unknown and celebrating that way but yeah we'll stick with the Hawaiian theme for the first part of this week's episode since I did just come back from that 50th state and actually that marks 
the 25th state I've been to, so I got half of the states covered. Even though it includes some token drive-throughs across borders and places. So I did stay in Honolulu, specifically Waikiki Beach. Definitely on the touristy th- side of things remind me of Ocean Drive and South Beach, Miami. Along with like the Vegas Strip, but you can get easily out of town and get into the mountains, the rainforests, the ample shorelines. So, and the best part too, flying to Oahu is about as long as it takes to fly to Thunder Bay, which is where I'm from, and slight difference in how lifestyles go that way. So, we're going to start off with a song off the 2002 soundtrack to the Paul Thomas Anderson film Punch Drunk Love which just starred Adam Sandler in a very non-comedic role, not in his usual short schlubby sense that way. Uh, long-time Anderson collaborator John Bryan had helped source a lot of music, and this actually was a cover of an Andy Cummings and his Hawaiian Serenaders song. Of course, Anderson do, does have a new film, Inherent Vice, involving a little bit of beach life coming up at the end of the year. But let's go back to 2002. This is the Ladies K covering Andy Cummings' song, Waikiki, here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR, Vancouver.
Here, this is the Alien Porno Midgets. It was a side project headed up by some Plutterphonics fans in the UK. Jansky, VVM. Off of their little tiny 
2-inch CD EP from 2001, The High Altitude Porner Waikiki Beach Alien Midgets. This is Waikiki Beach Zero. And then, what we heard beforehand, from Berlin Panko, Masha Kurella, off of her 2012 album, Analogies. That track was Hawaii. Amasha Corella was part of acts from Berlin's post-rock scene in the 90s, such as Contriva. And uh, in the midst of researching this, one of my favorites, Mina. Great stuff that they've done with uh, ooh, Peter Thomas, the sound orchestra guy from the 60s and 70s. But she went solo about 12 years ago, and she's been doing good. Kind of inspired by High Llamas, all the wonderful stuff out of Chicago back in the early 2000s. Next up, we have some new music from Shackleton. It's the alias, well, just the last name of Sam Shackleton. He heads up the Skull Disco label. And he also has a new label called Woe to the Septic Heart. And he's been part of the UK bass scene for quite some time. And uh, this marks number one, the first edition of what should be a long-standing series of singles, or 12 inches at the very least, called the Deliverance Series. So this track goes for about 10, 11 minutes or so. Nice long-form stuff that you can appreciate on campus community radio stations like CITR. So this will be Shackleton, with something that translates from German as forward and back. This is Vorn Zurück, here on Exploding Heavies, CITR, Vancouver.
So off of his latest single, something we weren't expecting because his last album came out a couple years ago, that was Shackleton with Vol und Zuruk of the Deliverance series number one off his label Woe to the Septic Heart. It looks like he has various dates going through Europe, at least until 2015. Perhaps he will swing by town again, because I believe he's passed through three or four years ago, although I'm relying on Resident Advisor and clicking on various dates to refresh my memory as my active calendar is probably still on an island time and it ain't Vancouver Island for the record that way. Meanwhile, behind me, we have Here Is Some Plaid. This is Scoobs, and this is actually a uh, different version of a uh, Scoobs in Columbia track, as it were. The original track appeared on the LP Trainer, but this is a Peel Session. Recorded in 1998, it was actually compiled onto an EP simply called the Peel Sessions EP through the Nothing label. And this was quite common. In my case, this was one of my first exposures to John Peel, seeing all these UK acts, you know, they release albums and whatnot every couple of years, but then there'd be little placeholder EPs with four songs containing what was a Peel Session. And upon research, found out the Peel Session referred to John Peel because these acts would appear on his radio show record at the Mighty Vile station in London, England, and then based on the recording of exclusive tracks, release it. So one of the plans I'm actually going to have later on in this show is we're going to listen to a Peel session in entirety, although it's compiled from two different recordings, and it was something that was never released, so the quality is not that great, but there's a bit of a sneak peek. It is from one of my favorite bands. Um, otherwise, I forgot to mention some stuff that I did in Hawaii. Not to gloat or anything like that, but, you know, at the very least, you'll be happy to know that I did drop my phone in the ocean. So, some surgery was required and a visit to an Apple store. But, yeah, the surfing's always good. Waikiki, it's pretty easy, and you just have to get a thousand children along the way in the water as you're doing what you can there, standing up and all that. But once you hit the northern and eastern shows, the waves get heavier, the reef and the rock get sharper so there's only a handful of people out there but you have to be experienced enough to ride the waves there most of the time it's locals only and well there's actually a surf competition happening at least around turtle bay when we're passing through that way we're around uh hanuama where my phone fell in that's some great snorkeling there many types of fishies different colors were spotted turtles were hidden but one of the things i like seeing is how different cultures handle holidays so halloween hopefully you had a good one while you're here in vancouver um, in Waikiki, basically everyone dress ups and walks and up and down the main strip there. Um, originally I was going to go as Jane Franco's character Alien from Spring Breakers, where you could see all my shorts in every color. But um, after being talked down by sensible people, um, and then 
scouring the vintage stores for clothes. We opted to help here as a bottle of sriracha sauce. Just like about 10 other people did. Whoosh. So, good times. Folks wearing every possible costume that they designed themselves. So, good times are ahead. Anyways, uh, we have another long track coming up here. Uh, it's going to be from a band whose name has an offensive word, so some listener discretion is advised, but fuck buttons. Um, the good news is that uh, after recovering from a little bit of a surgical issue with the back, um, the band is now touring again. Although at this point right now they're making up all their dates that they had to postpone in the summer. So it's primarily Germany, Belgium, the Dach countries, as it were, Australia, Switzerland, and whatnot. So... Perhaps they can swim back around this way. So we're going to go back from last year's album, Slow Focus. This will be those botany folks with Stalker here on Exploding Head Movies. CITR, Vancouver.
We all know that the word jazz means many different things to many different people. So check out the real deal on The Jazz Show at CITR, 101.9 FM, or CITR.ca for live streaming. Yours truly, Gavin Walker, is your host, and I guarantee the straight goods of three hours of jazz at its finest. So come on by and give your ears a musical workout, 9 p.m. Mondays. Don't miss it. Jihad for Love, Whitewater Black Gold, A Red Girl's Guide to Reasoning, East Hastings Pharmacy, Ai Weiwei, Never Sorry, Misrepresentation. Cinema Politica UBC screens politically charged films with speakers and discussions every month. Screenings take place at the Norm Theater in the sub and are by donation. To learn more, visit cinemapolitica.org slash UBC. What is going on here? Oh, just exploding head movies. An innocent little radio show that sometimes loses its way and wonders what button does what. Especially since this is the sit-down version. Laid back. What we just heard there was the band you may hear on commercial radio as F-Buttons. Because the F stands for one of our favorite little four-little words. This discretion is advised. Fuck Buttons off of last year's 2013 Slow Focus Weird Stalker. In the background here, from Mother Earth's Plantasia, a soundtrack for houseplants. This is Mort Garson, representing the Mogi side of New Brunswick, and this is You Don't Have to Walk a Begonia. Something to recall, if you ever think about pets. They need, uh, the plants need a little water now and then, but aside from that, in the sunlight and, who knows, nitrogen, they're pretty maintenance-free. My avocado plant is now taller than me. So I officially have a tree, and I may have to move because of it. Anyways, uh, let's talk about some of the bands that are coming into town over the next week or so. Uh, coming this Sunday, November 9th, at the Electric Owl. It is The Bug. It's the uh, alias of British musician Kevin Martin. And uh, he's been also another big part of the UK bass scene as well, too. I wouldn't say dubstep anymore, because most of the bands or acts associated with that disown the name. Because of the bro step and all that, but as well too, music moves onwards and forwards. So advanced tickets are available for $15, plus the usual service charges is a 19-year-older show at the Electric Owl this Sunday, November 9th. Doors open at 9 p.m. So off a 12-inch that came out earlier this year through Ninja Tune. Actually, it was just a couple months or so ago or so. The single is called Void. We're going to listen to the B-side here. Although everything I'm seeing so far tied to it, it's a double A-side. Which basically means one strong song, two strong songs. He's the best. You can go play any side you want. Anyways, this is going to be the bug with function.
Come enjoy British Columbia's beautiful wilderness with the UBC Varsity Outdoors Club. Try your hand at hiking, backcountry skiing, rock climbing, kayaking, and much more. Whether you're a beginner or an expert, we have trips happening every week, usually at no cost. I'm just living my dream. Check us out online at ubc-voc.com. CITR 101.9 FM. It's what the whales are talking about.
Now we first heard that song on the soundtrack to the Nicholas Winding Refn film starring Ryan Gosling. Drive. Soundtrack we profiled. Ooh. I think the episode number again, double digits with an eight. So that should be about three years ago, 2011. Could be right. It may be on the podcast archive for Exploding Head Movies of CITR.ca. If you check the big, big archive, as opposed to our kind of 52-week cycle thing that we run here. Anyways, that was Electric Youth, joined there by college with a real hero. Closing track off of 2011's Drive. And uh, we heard Electric Youth beforehand without you. And both appear on their Inner World album, and the duo are in town, as I mentioned before. They are playing the Biltmore Cabaret along with Midnight Faces this Saturday, November 8th. It is an early show, because... uh, Glory Days kicks up things around 11 or midnight or so. So doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $13. Zulu's got you covered. So does Red Cat. So does High Life. As with Beat Street. It is 19 and older show that way. In the background, this is Adrian Teacher's side project as a solo man, Arbutus, off of Bedroom Safari, which came out a couple months ago. Available for free via Bandcamp. This is Gold Plaque. One of those things I deserve for this very sloppy show. But we do what we can. I don't really dig the excuse of being on island time. But, oh man. <laughs> Work tomorrow's going to be hard. Honest and true. You bet. I'm not ready. Anyways, uh, the doors opened for this show happening right now at the Commodore Ballroom already. Show starts in a little over an hour. It's Slow Dive. I think tickets may still be available for $35. You always can check at the ticket booth there on Granville Street. And again, that is a 19 and older show, too. They were one of the big shoegaze acts of the early 90s, representative of bands such as My Bloody Valentine, Lush, Curve, wonderful things that way. And actually, I think one of the first shows back when I was in Radio Free Gackland, like in 2008, they actually did an all shoegaze episode. And I kind of want to approach that thematic element again at some point. But later on, we'll actually get into John Peel. And there's no theme at that point. It is what you get. Uh, this track originally appeared on the 1991 EP of the same name. But uh, also appeared on their 1992 album, Blue Day. Which compiled most of their three EPs at the time through the creation label. This will be Slow Dive with Morning Grise.
like a band playing on and on and on. Gosh, so loud. Man, I wish we had a safe place to play music. Yeah, and shows too. The Safe Amplification Site Society is a non-profit group dedicated to establishing a legal, affordable, all-ages venue for music and arts in Vancouver. For more information or to get involved, check out www.safeamp.org. The AIDS Vancouver Helpline is here to help. Open from 9 to 4, Monday to Friday, the Helpline answers questions about HIV and safer sex. Call to find medical support in your area without giving your name. Run by volunteers, the Helpline is one of the many programs from AIDS Vancouver combating the HIV epidemic in the Lower Mainland. While not medical professionals, our volunteers answer your questions confidentially and anonymously. The Helpline number is 604 696 or contact us at aidsvancouver.org.
of his 2011 album Felt. That was Nils From with Familiar. In the background here, this is a remix off of uh, the 2012 Screws album, which uh, From recorded in the midst of recovering from a thumb surgery, which is something that uh, pianists have to watch out for when you know they break something that they use all ten fingers on for playing. So what we heard was the uh, Plasma Ruby remix, or what we're currently listening to is the Plasma Ruby remix of Psy. So originally, the Screws album, you could download for free via the Dusted Tapes label. But there was also a companion remixed Screws, or sorry, Screws remixed compilation that was released. So Nils from great pianist, and uh, he'll be playing the Imperial this Friday, November 7th. Tickets start at $22.50. It's a 19 and older show. And uh, everything gets started around 9.30. Doors open at 8. And you have not been to the Imperial yet. Great venue. Old school kung fu theater. And uh, I've been liking what they've, who they've been able to book so far right now. And thankfully, I'm in town for this one. Previously, he was in town last year. I think it was the Electric Owl. But, uh, again, I was on the road. And just to warn you, in, later on in the month, I will be on the road for many weeks. So, Exploding Head Movies will have some fill-in hosts. But I'll talk a little bit more about that towards the end of the show. And obviously next week as well, too. But I'll be around then, I think. Unless some other trip happens along the way. Anyways, let's get ready for our John Peel tribute here. Life always has some surface noise. Maybe we'll try to dig up some records as well, too, but... We'll see what we can do here. Hopefully, this time around, I can actually play some of the records at the right speed. Because Peel himself was known for not doing that himself, too. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. I'm Gak, and I'll be back after these messages. very best in bluegrass music, plus classic country, Cajun, rockabilly, western swing, and whatever jumps off the shelves at us. Tune in every Tuesday morning at 6.30 for Pacific, Pacific Pickin' with your host, Arthur Berman. And I'm Andrea. The lovely Andrea, who will also provide you with our concert calendar and every bit of news and information you can possibly need. And as if that wasn't enough, there's a warm-up show at 6, featuring a little bit of a wider variety of roots and branches of bluegrass music. So tune in each morning, 6 for the warm-up show, 6.30 for the main show, Pacific Pickin' on CITR 101.9 in Vancouver. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people.
sort of radio fight, white, profound, very reliable, boring, British, monstrous, and sweet, preposterously vacuous, and simultaneously arrogant, rowdy, musical, illiterate, lovely, scruffy, John Phil. Hello, we're making a sort of record for the BBC which features Bridget St John and Ron Geeson and Sweet Marriage and the Radio Phonic Workshop and White Noise and I was told to try and think of all kinds of profound reasons why we are doing it but I don't in fact have any reasons so just listen to it instead and try and work out your own reasons and uh, it has been said by very reliable critics that I have the most boring voice in British radio although Pete Drummond and Mike Raven will contest this very strongly. Uh, I have a letter here which says, at a time when the BBC is claiming the need to economise, I find it monstrous that anyone who could make such preposterously vacuous and simultaneously arrogant pronouncements on rowdy musical literates should be kept on his payroll. Preposterous and scruffy moron. Another another description. Could be easily found. Hello, microphone. Is this one gonna cut off right? All right, I'm gonna leave it on faith that you can hear me. I'm looking at the dials right now because my cans can't tell me anything what I'm doing right now. <sighs> that can be found easily on the Delia Derbyshire shared site. I believe it's derbyshire.org, but it also originally appeared on the John Peel Presents Top Gear album that came out in 1969. That was Delia Derbyshire and Brian Hodgson of the BBC Radiophonic Workshop distorting John Peel's voice. No, along with doing the sound effects for Doctor Who, the BBC Radio Founder Workshop did a lot of production work for other BBC radio dramas and TV series as well, too. Purely electronic, analog, and wonderful stuff that way. And John Peel, well, at the time, he definitely was uh, quoted as saying, having one of the most boring voices in British radio. Pretty laconic at that time, but by the time I started listening to him, he was gruff. It was properly Scouser as well, too, since he did hail from a Liverpool suburb. And, uh, yeah, he was one of the distinctive ways of bands breaking out and how we found out about things like punk, new wave. He helped celebrate acts like The Fall, The White Stripes, amongst others. So, uh, for the rest of the show, let's look at the life of the late John Robert Parker Ravenscroft, born in 1939. And he had always an interest in weird-sounding records. Much like what we hear in the background here. This is the Alien Porno Midgets again. Again, off the high-altitude porno Waikiki Beach Alien Midgets EP. This is Hulasand S. Dot Stroke 2.
John Peel did his military service in Britain in 1962, and he began working at WRR, an AM radio station in Dallas. And uh, he impersonated a reporter and managed to actually get access to JFK and Lyndon B. Johnson, although at that time he actually was a traveling cotton salesman. But uh, he can actually be seen in photos after JFK was shot. But uh, with his Liverpudlian accent and the height of Beatlemania, he became a radio star locally in Texas. But then he moved back to the UK in 1967 and enjoyed one of the pirate radio stations broadcasting from the sea, mimicking the continental radio stations that broadcast from continental Europe to the stuffy British airwaves at the time. So with Radio London, Peel hosted a show called The Perfumed Garden, and uh, he shared a lot of the underground music scene from L.A. and San Francisco to the ravenous British audience. And from time, the BBC had to react accordingly to all these pirate radio stations. And John Peel became one of the first BBC Radio 1 hosts with a show called Top Gear, which ran from 1968 to 1975. He also hosted other little short-term shows like Night Ride, which became more freeform, but there's a lot more backlash about what he played that way. So, without further ado, let's listen to at least a couple of the acts that he would like to play, Mr. John Peel. We'll actually try to include some uh, audio snippets based on tape trading in the past, but let's go back to 1986 with perhaps his most favorite band, The Fall with Mark E. Smith and a rotating cast of band members off of the Bend Sinister album. This will be Mr. Pharmacist.
The acerbic post-punk outfit Half Man Half Biscuit was formed in Birkenhead in 1984 by singer-guitarist Nigel Blackwell, his guitarist brother Cy, bassist Neil Crosley and drummer Paul Wright. In 1985, they entered the studio to record their debut LP back in the DHSS, which became a Peel favourite and seemingly overnight Half Man Half Biscuit became stars of the British independent music scene. The album quickly grabbed the top spot on the UK indie charts and eventually ranked as the best-selling independent record of 1986. The Trumpton Riot CP followed back in the DHSS to number one, but Half Man Half Biscuits shunned the spotlight. They refused several offers to perform on television, and while enjoying a major hit with the single Dickie Davis Eyes, announced their breakup in the autumn of 1986. A collection of B-sides and unreleased material back again in the DHSS followed a year later. Then in 1990, the Blackwell Brothers and Crossley reformed the band, issuing the LP McIntyre, Treadmore and Davitt. In 1991, this is half man, half. Bi- I'm wheezing a bit, aren't I? I do apologise for that. I'm trying not to, but there you go. Uh, this is half man, half biscuit's sixth peel session. The first was back in 1990, and follows the release of their new single, "Look Dad No Tunes." At the moment, they're busy recording some new B sides with Bernard Butler. Bernard Butler. And uh, is that a joke? Is that true? Is that a joke? It's true, I think. It's true, is it? And they'll be kicking off a nationwide tour in December, supporting the Tinder Sticks. But before that, because you don't know which of these things they've made up, but before that, they'll be playing the Horn St Albans. On the 6th of October, some pub they don't know the name of in High Wycombe on the 7th of October, a college annex of some sort in Todmorden on the 22nd of October, and the Climby Fisher Memorial Gravel Quarries, Bridport, Dorset, on the 11th of November. I don't really believe that last one, but anyway, always uh, very welcome on the programme, as regular listeners will know. Half Man, Half Biscuit, and the Offington Wassail.
See if we fixed all these loose cables here. Literally, I hope I don't sound scratchy to you. Like it always happen. So we start off with the fall, with Mr. Pharmacist. Then we heard John Peel do one of his uh, standard fast-paced intros. That one for a half man, half biscuit Peel session. And at that point, it would have been appropriate to actually play some from that wacky band. But no, we actually opted to go with a 1977 John Peel session with the Slits. That was Love and Romance, and it actually appears on the deluxe edition of their 1979-1980 album cut. It was released in 2009 with all that wonderful stuff. Now, the background, this is Tour with Lux, and I suspect I'll be also talking over Kensington Gore's Cons theme number two, as I talk a little bit more about John Peel. So, the Peel Sessions. Basically, with one day turnaround at the Mind of Vale studio recording place, Bands, either local or touring, would stop by there and record basically four songs, rough and ready demo form, live off the floor, minimal mixing, just basically same day turnaround. And uh, by the time I was listening to John Peel through uh, the BBC Radio 1 streams, whether live or then uh, pre-recorded at the time they hosted the real audio files for seven days, uh, John Peel had shows Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, two hours each, covering a wide array of his music collection, listening to demos from bands, listening to his favorite bands, and he never tossed anything out, so as a result, the Peel Acres, where he lived with his wife and children, was stacked to the gills with seven inches tapes, records, CDs, and things of that ilk. And uh, there's been a concerted effort to look at the John Peel archive and share collections that way. So some artists are curating their own compilations of music from his massive, extensive collection. And I think it'll be donated either to a government agency, a college of some sort, or some other philanthropic firm. Anyways, one thing I have heard about for years and only found recently was this session recorded in 1993. 
Kids in the Hall fans should know the Shadowy Man and the Shadowy Planet provided the theme along with the interstitial music, occasionally appearing as sketches themselves. Well, they did record their own Peel session at that time. So I've stitched this together from two different recordings, just because I wanted to include John Peel's voice with what was going on. So we're going to start off with telepathetic shadowy men on a shadowy planet. Peel session. shadowy planet in session and that's called telepathetic Shadowy man on a shadowy planet, they used to pay him to watch the trains. Are you familiar with the work of the shadowy man? Yeah, yes. Yeah. 
Bennett from Toronto, Canada. Their first session for the program. 16 encores. Time. Always attacks us here. So we actually only heard four and uh, change from the Shadowy Man on a Shadowy Planet Peel session from 1993. So as John Peel indicated, at least with two of the tracks there, we were telepathetic. They used to pay him to watch the trains. Then we heard the soul track on that session that I'd heard before, since it was a B-side to one of their later singles, The Lobster. So the track was The Journey. Although spelt it with a J-E-H Ernie. Then we heard the last of my hiccups before ending with their traditional closing piece, which is a medley. 16 encores. Now in the background here, this is the Potato Head people with Seaweed of the Mellow Tunes EP. And depending on how well I mix everything, I'm going to jump and quickly switch to one last big band Hawaiian band act or song off the 1963 album On the Beach at Waikiki. We'll listen to Goodbye Hawaii. But I do want to make sure that we give John Peel the proper respect. Because it was on October 25th, 2004, when he was vacationing in Peru, that uh, he had suffered from a heart attack that ultimately claimed his life. And he died at the age of 65. Now, I remember the BBC at the time went into full mourning mode and was playing all these great ephemera of voicemail messages, other letters that he had written out loud. And... Uh, at Glastonbury, they renamed one of the side tents to be the John Peel tent. And for a while there, some of the wings of the BBC buildings itself were going to be renamed after him. Although there's been a, a continuation of a British radio scandal. And he's been keeping track of the CBC. And the former host of the radio show, Q, there's been some sexual impropriety accusations. Although that's dating back to the 70s. Peel always claimed innocence that way based on his fans who would approach him that he wouldn't check their ages, but kind of a Roman Polanski thing. What song are we doing? Oh, the live mix when it catches you unsuspecting. But yes, um, John Peel also known for hosting the Festive 50, which I know some of the radio hosts here at the station have uh, incorporated in their own way. 
although it was a festive 15. He also founded a couple record labels, including Dandelion Records, which I know the corner of Broadway and Maine kind of pays tribute to that. And also has the Strange Fruit label as well, too, which actually was a great source of releasing BBC Peel sessions. So there's still a good sense of adventure with the BBC at this point. But a lot of that is stifled with the controllers and whatnot. But they do what you can. You always have to pay attention to what's happening. And there's always new music floating one way or another. So that's going to be it for this week's episode of Exploding Head Movies. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. Then at midnight, it will be Transition State. So stay tuned to CITR this wet Monday. But you should just keep your dial locked on it all the time. Always streaming at CITR.ca. And podcasts. Well, I'll make sure the podcast tries to get uploaded in the next little while here. But we're still running into that silent gap issue here. So to the point that last week's Shining episode currently is offline until we figure out how to get the Shining back into the Shining. So we'll figure things out that way. Otherwise, next week, looking at either Bill Conte's The Right Stuff or maybe digging back into some funk. Because as I mentioned before, I will be traveling and I'm going to be missing some big things that will be happening while I'm away. So... I may just sort of junk pile everything into a crazy two-hour show, but we'll figure things out that way. Anyways, we're going to close with two important songs of John Peel's. One is his football team's audience, Liverpool, the Cop Choir, K-O-P, the Cop is a Hill, a Knoll, and uh, this is the song that all the Liverpool fans sing along, and it actually appears on a John Peel Fabric Live compilation from 2002. So this will be You'll Never Walk Alone, and then we'll close with John Peel's most favorite song of all time, going back to 1978 from Northern Ireland, The Undertones, Teenage Kicks. John Peel was known to mark all his records with asterisks on a 1 to 5 scale to his being his favorite. This one got 28 stars, and when it first came out, he played it twice at the same time. So take care of yourselves, uh, Vancouver. We'll be more organized next week. Take care. Stay dry. One of these days I shall discover what's become of them, really, why they broke up as they released this excellent LP. Cable, the LP is called Sublingual, and that track was Land Speed Record. And an email again from last night from Catherine Redfern. It says, I've noticed a disappointing lack of loud, noisy, three-second-long records that go, and then abruptly end. Please correct the problem. Well, most of those are actually out in the shed in the garden, Catherine, and I didn't have time to rush out and get them. Uh, But William recommended this track, which is actually 45 seconds long, and therefore, of course, uh, entirely runs entirely counter to the spirit of your email, but nevertheless...
You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for Gavin Walker and The Jazz Show coming right up. 